In the town of Lonborn, Marin and her companions found a mystery. Strange humanoid creatures were attacking the citizenry. And after much deduction and some unorthodox methodology, Marin uncovered the cause. A lackadaisical young priest remiss in his duties. Now, late in a misty night, she waits within a shrine for news. Welcome back to Blood Gold. Marin is in the pagoda that houses Bedathu, the Tower of the Pines. And she has just finished cleaning off uh, all of the detritus, the rotten silk, the uh, brushing off the fungus that has been growing on Bedathu. And she sent Sorel and the young priest Aurelis to fetch the old priest Anum in the middle of the night. And Acrea is, is sitting up on the, the bench um, and they just had a very frank conversation about the nature of the Pega. As the rain kind of starts to calm down and you can just hear the, the gentle dripping of, uh, of water from the needles of Bedathu onto the slate tiles atop the pagoda. Is there anything else that you want to do as, as you wait for Aurelis and Sorel to return? No. So you wait a little bit, and eventually Aurelis, Sorel, Anum, and if you remember, a young couple picked Anum up, and they're with Anum, and um, there's a young man, and he's holding an umbrella over Anum, and Anum is like very bundled up as as this young woman helps uh, helps like guide him through the wet streets, and they arrive, and Aurelis is. <sighs> I I, fe- I I fetched Master Anum. I think you see a very annoyed look on Marin's face. And she goes, I can see that. Oh my gosh. And uh, I think this, the young man who's with Anum, I think he's like, what is the, what is going on? Why have you fetched my father it, in the middle of the night? How would you refer to a priest? Like master, father, pat? pastor mm. rabbi that's a good question maybe master or, or guardian maybe just mister i don't know if there's a formal uh honorific for is it just like a desk job like any other desk job i kind of uh maybe not maybe not a desk job but it is just kind of like a it is just kind of like a job it's something that you do because you want to do it i mean i think it I, it definitely is like a volunteer position so more like a firefighter so there's a little you still don't there's no like honorific yeah. there but you still there's like a not a reverence but a yeah i mean what do you think do, do you think that there should be a a uniform i also think because the pega are so varied and mm-hmm. the way that pega are worshipped is so varied and it's so dependent on town to town that they're prop there definitely isn't one 
like standard honorific. Okay, that so that was my question is if there was like a standard. So I what's his name? Aaron. Uh, Anum. Anum. Mr. Anum. I ignore everyone because people skills are not my thing. Mr. Anum, is there a cleansing ritual that would benefit this pega? Oh, what an interesting question. Okay, I think I think Adam's first question is, what is hap- What is? I'm sorry. Who are you? Because of your young assistant, because of his inability to do his job, some chaos has been wrought around the city. Uh, we have, I think, fixed the problem, but I, I believe it might be better for the health of. Berthu, if we could do some sort of cleansing ritual, or perhaps if you could just look at the tree and make sure it's healthy, but I know you have a hard time seeing and doing things, so I'm deferring to you as the expert, but I do think that there is something we're supposed to do, maybe some sort of locking ritual. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What? what uh, uh, all right. Beric, take me to, to Berthu. And the young man kind of helps Adam, like, up to the pagoda and, like, and through and leads Adam into the thing. And uh, Adam has, he's got a little candle and he gets real, real close to the bark of the tree and his little squinty eyes. He gets real, real close and he, he kind of creaks back up. He goes, Aurelis, come here. And Aurelis kind of, like, walks over. Barak, smack Aurelis. And, and Barak kind of like smacks Aurelis on the head. And uh, Adam says, this is treatable. We will treat Berthu and repair the damage that has been done. Uh, and I think he turns back to you and goes, but you have not answered my question. Who are you to have taken it to tend to Bedethu. My name is Marin Gosen. I am just a traveler. And I think he looks at the other two, uh, at um, Akraya and Sorel, and he goes, and you? And they introduce themselves. And uh, I think Akraya says, um, I was a hive priest in my dragon's hive, and I would be happy to assist you in whatever rituals are required to clean the tree. And uh, Adam nods. And um, I think he starts giving instructions to people. And the first thing that they want to do is they want to dry off the bark. And so they, they dry off the bark and um, like try to shield it from the rain that's pouring down the trunk. And uh, after they do that with some like the, they take like the umbrella and like some fabric and stuff and whatever, they jer- jerry rig something. And Adam turns to you as Beric leads him like out from behind the bench and he goes Baron this is it is very good that you brought this to my attention Aurelis will be reprimanded and Aurelis kind of like and trained to better care for our town but Berthu will be fine and Lonborn will be fine. There is not much we can do tonight, but rest assured that the clearing of 
I wanted to say the clearing of the taint, and then I knew exactly what that sounded like, and I can't, what, what? The clearing of the pollutant is all that is necessary for now. In the morning, Aurelis and I will begin the cleansing rituals. Thank you for bringing this to my attention, and for helping stop this before it got any worse. I think you see her do that, like, half bow that she does at the shrines to this very old man. Um, and I, I don't think she says anything. I think she just kind of does that. Please stop by before you leave town, and I will thank you again. Varric, take me home. I'm very sleepy. And Varric uh, and this young woman lead Adam back out into the misty night what and, time would you say it is uh i think it's like it's probably midnight okay all right all right so adam's going home yeah i think i just i think i turned to akraya and sorrel and I go all right let's go crash and sorrel, but, but i use not those words yeah sorrel stretches she goes oh my gosh thank goodness and um y'all walk away and i think you're you just kind of like leave Aurelis yep. in the pagoda just trying to make sense of the mess that has fallen down around him. Um, so you and uh, Akraya and Sorel make your way back through town, back to the uh, edge of town to Baston Rue's little cabin. Correct. Where uh, Osmer is staying. Mm-hmm. And I think even from <laughs> I think from like a couple yards away, you can hear Osmer. Is that a good sound? Is that about you're no, just making it's noises? A crank, it's a cranky sound. Okay. It is Osmer's cranky sound. Yeah, I go to the barn and I check on Osmer. Or the stable and I check on Osmer. Um the the What is the difference between a barn and a stable other than one has stalls for animals? A stable is where you keep animals, a barn is where you you're going to make me say this, and it's going to be wrong, and then so I'm going to sound up. From the outside, structurally, they're not different. My understanding is that a barn is where you keep food, probably for animals, and a stable is where you keep the animals. Okay. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't want That's wanna, probably wrong. I guess you wouldn't want to mix them. That's almost definitely wrong. Do some people keep animals in barns? yes i think i don't know i don't either so does this guy have a barn or a stable it doesn't matter diana you're (laughs) focusing on the wrong part of this story all right so i go to this the housing structure that my osmer is stored in Mm -hmm. and the sword lark that osmer is staying with um i think it looks visibly annoyed it's it's like curled up and its feathers are all standing up Mm -hmm. and um Osmer is standing in his stable, and there is, like, a half inch, not even a half inch, like a quarter inch of water and damp mud. And he's just pawing at the ground, and... Is there a better spot in this house? No. Okay. I walk over to him, and I kind of, like, I, you know, rub him, pat him on the neck and head. Just go, sorry, buddy. He's very cranky. I can tell. I give him oats. 
I don't know what antlers eat. Not antlers. Antelope. What do antelope eat? Grass? Yeah. You I feed give, him oats. Give him oats. And... All right. You want Mark off a food? Yes. Give him an extra ration? I don't have to give him food because I'm an animal owner. But for this scene, I'm giving him food? Yes. Okay. So you don't need to give him food when you like. In life. Yes. But you're giving him an extra. You're giving him yeah. extra rations. Got it. I'm giving him a treat. Okay. Uh, yeah, and he, yeah, he reaches forward, he eats it out of your hands, and, all right, yeah, he quiets down, and I think he finally just kind of, like, lies down in the mud and in the wet, and just, like, he looks cranky. He's not, like, going down to sleep, but he's finally, like, lying down. Yeah. And you can see, uh, Willem's feathers kind of, like, go down a little bit. All right, I head inside to the house and go to sleep. If that is an option. It is an option. So Bastin has set you up with, um, I think you're basically sleeping just in... We're just in a guest room. Yeah. Is there even a guest room? Did I say there was a guest room? You I did. probably didn't. All you right. did. Fine. Bastin has a guest room. Um, so we're going to make a camping check, but I think we're going to make it... Camping check is terrain plus weather. Or do we even need to make a camping check? Because you're... I forget what camping starts. Uh, no, I don't think we do need to because you've managed to find a place to stay. So we're going to say that um, it's an OMAC success. So what does that do to my status effect? It goes away. Yay. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. No, uh, your bonus is going to go away. Right, I knew that. Uh, your status effect isn't going to go away until we roll for Oh, the next condition. day's condition. Yeah, okay. But everybody's going to sleep, so your current HP is doubled up to your max, and M- everyone's MP is fully restored. Doubled up to my max. Yeah, so whatever you have, it's going to be doubled up to your max. Okay. What's your max? 21. Okay. I was at 14. Double that is uh, 28. 28. Does it do anything to my MP? Uh, MP is fully restored, yeah. Okay. And then Man, you have this to- this is a fancy pencil. Yeah, it's one, of, it's one of my architecture pencils. It's a very fancy pencil. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I mean, I don't actually know if that was a compliment. It's just got the daintiest little eraser, but it's very good. Yeah. Um, and then consume one food and ration for each person. Ugh. Or one food and water for each person. Sorry. You guys are killing me. I have all the food. What buttheads? <laughs> I'm sorry that everyone needs to eat and drink. I am not used to this. I need to stock up on food before Ooh, we leave. Yes, you do. Good. I was getting frustrated that you haven't had to go shopping basically yet. We have honey. You do have honey. Which we could eat. Well, Diana, you wrote this stupid. What did you do? I wrote food, durability one, size zero. I think because you were tracking it on the food and water sheet. Maybe. Do, do I need to audit your inventory? I didn't do it on purpose. Oh, no. I'm not trying to lie on purpose. Oh, I no. I feel like that means I used it, but why did I keep the one? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not <sighs> too worried about it. I've been watching you track your food and water. I'm the- actually tracking my food and water on the food and water sheet, and this yeah. is the first time I've ever, ever paid attention to that. Whenever, side note, whenever we play Torchbearer, I don't pay attention to how long my light's been on or how much food I've consumed. I don't pay attention. I wait until someone tells me I have to get rid of something. (laughs) But now I'm paying attention and this is hard. (laughs) All right. We're asleep. Uh, Yep. And and y'all go to sleep in Bastin's cabin. 
Thank you for joining us once again for Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband and GM, Zach. And I am your wife and player, Diana. And this is episode 17 of the Blood Gold campaign. How are you, my darling? I am doing well. Um, We are recording this a little bit in the past, for those of you who are listening right now. And there is a major snowstorm that's Mm. just starting. Um, The house is clean. Goblin is asleep. It's just like a nice day. It is. It's just nice and quiet. This is, I love winter. I prefer winter over, okay, real talk. My season ratings from best season to worst season goes Mm -hmm. spring, winter, fall, summer. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I love it. I hate the summer. It's full of bugs and poison ivy, both of which I have serious reactions to. It's hot. I don't like being hot. Mine is the exact opposite, probably. Mine is about opposite. It's fall, summer, winter, spring. I hate the spring. It's gross. I love it's the so spring. gross. Oh, I love the spring. Every- Late spring is nice. Early spring is terrible. Oh, no, I love it. I love it. When, you've, when you're walking and everything's dead except for that one sprig of grass, it's just like, you're a rebel. I love it. Go you. New life. You're blazing the trail. I love it. And everything's a little bit wet. The animals are just starting to come out. I hate that. I oh. hate that everything's a little bit wet. Oh, I love it. I hate early There's spring. There's something about the smell, too. Also, spring is my birthday season. So that might influence it a little. Maybe a little. But only a little. I just like the season. Like, gen- I like the rebellious nature of it. Like, F you. I'm going to be alive. Ha ha. <laughs> like, it's so easy to die as a plant. It's so easy to die, says the woman who has murdered several plants. I know. I, I mean, I also murder plants. But you can recognize that I murder plants. I murder them a lot. I mean, I also I, murder plants a lot. I killed bamboo, Zach. You did kill bamboo that one how, time. How do you do that? How do you do that? Diana does it. Diana does it with ease. She kills bamboo. <laughs> so what I'm saying is that I kill plants. And killing them and dying, very easy. But life, life is so rebellious. I love it. I love the spring. But anyway, I really like winter. It's got a lot of those quiet moments. Like, especially now that we're parents, those quiet moments are the ones that I like the most. Mm. Just because it's just like, it's the perfect like picture moment. Yeah. it's Those are the moments that you're going to miss when you're older. And you recognize that as a parent, like your kid's learning so much, but they're, they're napping and the house is clean. Like this, I'm going to miss this. Yeah. I'm going to miss this. And so it's nice. I don't know. That's that's where I'm feeling. Oh, well, that's sweet. Yeah. Which is a terrible mindset to be in when I'm supposed to be Marin. It's just <laughs> like a little curmudgeonly. A little curmudgeonly? Yeah. She's got a heart of gold. Yeah. She's helping two kobolds like go do their thing. She didn't have to do that. That's true. She's only a little curmudgeonly. Don't look at me like that. She's only a little curmudgeonly. A little. She's warming up. I have thoughts and ideas. Interesting. Um, well, that's, Yeah. Yeah, it's um yeah, now I feel like very calm and serene and I'm and we need to get back to recording. I know, and it's not going to be calm and serene when we Well, it's probably going to be like maintenance. Yeah. I have to go shopping, so. Yeah. But anyway, that's, you know, that's where I am right now. Did we talk nice about this mystery on the air last episode? I remember we talked a little bit about it after we stopped recording, I think. I don't remember if we actually recorded our conversation about this mystery. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, the mystery that you just solved, that Marin just solved, the mystery of the oh yeah, myconids. Yeah, did we talk about that on air? I don't know. What are you talking about? What did we talk about? Uh, like my thought process? Yeah, and what? yeah, just just you know, a a, a denouement, a 
a denouement, a Why post-mortem. Why you, you keep using fancy words? You keep using fancy words. Like, before, I, you described all the moldy shit as, like, all these fancy words where I would have been like, the moldy shit's gone. You cleaned it. But you were like, words. Fancy words. I mean... That's that... Those are those just, two degrees for you. I mean, I pronounced denouement wrong the first time. I don't even know what it is. It's like the... You keep saying it. I don't know what it is. It's like post-climax. It's like when it, like, coming down from oh, the... Cli- yeah. No, no. Oh, I mean, yeah. In a story structure. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, all right, the story. The I never would have I never would have connected the mold ever. I never would have connected the mold to the mushroom people, which is why it became very violent. Because I I don't I don't do well with puzzles. I don't do well with mind games. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I think we did talk about this on the air. Yeah, I don't we do did. well with mind games. Um, but I never would have connected it. So thank you for making that connection for me. That was great. Well, now you got me watching Busted on Netflix, so prepare a, for a whole bunch of more puzzles. That's a campfire that we have to talk about. <laughs> but for those of you that um, are at all interested in watching some of the things that we watch on Netflix, type in Busted exclamation point and you're in for a treat. It's so good, but we will, we're going to talk, we'll talk about that on our next campfire pod. And if you want to be able to hear our campfire pods, uh, subscribe to the Patreon. Should we get back to the episode? I mean, probably. All right. Let's get back to it. Let's, right. let's do some shopping and some uh, maintenance. All right. When do I level up? Oh, shit. <laughs> I've been thinking about that lately. I haven't leveled up in a minute. Uh, you Is should... that something we should do at the end of the episode? No, you should for sure take XP. I mean, if if we are in, uh, you have you finished you finished an adventure. You did an adventure. Yeah, I've, and well, the reason I stopped you before you said anything was I figured if I'm going to level up, that's something you do in your sleep, much like a baby, Ooh. you grow in your yeah. sleep. So I feel like I should level up in my sleep. All right, so you gain XP according to the highest topography target number encountered during the session. So that would be, I believe it was an eight. So your XP, you get 200 XP and then you gain XP 10 equal to 10 times the level of the highest monster defeated this session, which I believe the Mykonids were level two. They were. So you get 20 XP. So you get 220 XP. I get 220 XP. Mm -hmm. Okay. I forget how we decided this. I think I'm the only one who gets XP, but when I level up, they level up. Yeah. Is that what we decided? Yeah, we're okay. going to do that. Because they're going to they're gonna get the same XP yeah. as you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so how much XP do you have? 5,220. I'm sorry. Did you say 5,000? That's what I have written. Is that too much? Was I, was it supposed to be 720? I had three zeros after the five, but maybe that was messed, messed up. Should I only have had 500? Yeah, you would be level seven of 10 okay. if you had 5,000. So then I am 720 XP points. I okay. just wrote it wrong. So you are going to level up. Wait, where did the five come from? I think I had 500 before, but it looked like I had three zeros. Oh, I see. I see, I see, I see. But I must have only had two zeros. All right, so you are going to level up to level three, which means you get a terrain and weather specialty. All right, let me be really boring Pull up the book. Why do you... You level up so fast in Ryutama. You as a person or you as Diana? You as a person. I mean, the game is constantly trying to kill you. At third level, a character has enough experience on the road to become used to a certain terrain or weather pattern. 
Choose one from the 22 types of terrain and weather patterns. From now on, this character gains a plus two bonus to any rolls involving that terrain or weather. Level up. Here we go. How to level up. I just, what? I just told, no, I just I know, read it. I know, I know, but I, I, I need to see it. A terrain and, I need to see it. That's how my brain works. I need to see it. All right. So terrain and weather specialty. So I get to pick a terrain slash weather. A terrain or weather. Yes. Yes. To have a specialty in, you yes. get a plus two bonus. Okay. When you're traveling in that terrain or weather. I get a plus two bonus. You've only traveled to two different places. Why would you have a specialty now? That feels so strange to me. Well, I wonder if in group play, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be as boss as I am right now. No, because everybody would be getting the same XP. I don't know. It feels strange. I feel like I, I feel like there's bits of (laughs) Ryutama that don't jive with my brain. Also, I'm a little confused because this says check bonus level one. Level two, level three. So am I picking from one of the level three ones? Wait, let me see that. On the character sheet, the terrains are broken up. Oh, no, those are the, those are the, um, so you're going to put your bonus here, but, but these are how dangerous the weather, the, the, um, the weather and terrains are. So I don't have to worry where it says level one, level two, level three. No, you don't need to worry about it. that's that's for me. Oh, that's, okay. That just tells you how extreme the weather is, right? So oh. grasslands and wastelands are level one; they're the most oh, basic. Got it. Got and it, got it, got it. the most serious are alpine. Understood. So you're just gonna you're gonna put a plus two under any of these weather or terrains, um, terrains to know that you have a specialty there understood understood i get it now i was very confused okay so here's my thought process let's hear it i'm a traveler i go looking for things mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so i've narrowed down from 22 to the woods the deep forest for forest forest mm-hmm. forest for- forest forest <laughs> Where am I getting forest from? That's I don't a, know. That's an accent is what that is. Woods, forest, fog, rain. Nope. Rain, snow. Woods, forest, forest. I'm saying it too much. What is happening? <laughs> I'm saying the word too much. It sounds weird. Woods, forest, rain, snow. Okay. So help me workshop this. Only other person at the table. Okay. Help me workshop this. So. I am robust. I'm an animal owner. I'm an animal tracker. I am a farmer, but I was a something else. I forget what it was in the book. I've got a monk spade. I've got a hand axe. Talk me through. I think rain, maybe snow, I think is more likely. Right? In my past travels, I would have been on mountains in the snow. So, all right, I'm going to take the rain away. Snow, woods, forest. You created this land. Mm -hmm. Are there... I don't even know what the deep forest, I don't know what the difference between a forest and the woods are. I think it has to do with number of trees. Am I more likely to encounter a forest or more likely to encounter the woods? Person who created this land. Uh, I would know this. Marin would know this. I think that uh, the map that we, presuming we were to go across the entire map, there are, there's a little bit of every terrain, right. I would say. Right, Yes. Um, I would say that the weather pattern that you have encountered the most has been rain. Yeah. Um, And I will say 
probably the weather pattern you are likely to encounter the least is probably snow. Yeah. Now, in your past adventures, that would have been different, probably. Mm-hmm. Like, as you're, like, climbing mountains to hunt wyverns, yeah. probably going to be a lot more snow. But not anymore. Not as much snow. All right. I'm retracting. and I'm going between woods and rain. That's what I'm deciding. I think either of those would be excellent bets. I think I'm going to go with the rain. Okay. I think rain is a good choice. I think also as a GM, I tend to default to rain as a weather pattern just because it's rain. Probably lately, I would have done a lot. I would have done a lot of like work in the rain. Yeah. Because I'm not going super far from home. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it, it's yeah. spring in Seoul. Yeah. Rain. So that's my that's my choice. Rain. Okay. Oh, and then they have to do stuff, right? They get bonuses too. Because uh, they level up. Yeah, but yeah, just give it to the just give it the same. Just give them plus two to uh to really? rain. That's boring. Well, they're they're on the I adventure also, with you. I also don't have that option. Oh, okay. I'll, on their on I'll their character sheets. I'll just have to remember that as well. All right. You're the one doing all the Yeah, I do it. Rolling I, anyway. Yeah. So unless Marin dies and then you need to make one of them your main character. Oh my god, that would be terrible. They would die immediately. They need me. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, no. They were a level behind me. And also, does oh, my I money think we did do that. Does my money get spent? My money, my XP, does my XP get spent? No, you uh you level up when you hit a certain XP, not Understood. But you don't spend the XP. Understood. Here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. Mm-hmm. Since they're a level behind me, I believe their level up is a stat increase. It is. I'm going to do that okay. because they're useless. <laughs> um, and I'm going to increase... Which one goes into HP? HP is strength. Okay. going to make this one a six. Which that affects her... That now affects her... HP mm-hmm. goes up. Yep. Okay. Just double checking that. But I didn't touch her current... At, HP because just because her max went up doesn't mean her current does, correct? Yeah, I'm give, fine with operating that way. Give her plus two to her current. Okay. All right. Done. They're asleep. They leveled up. Level cool. up. Level up. Level up. Level up. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Marin, as you sleep, what does Marin have a nightmare about? Her partner dying. I think that's the only nightmare she has. We've like, ta- anymore. Yeah. We've talked about this a little bit. Um... Your partner died uh, on a bad, a mission that went bad mm-hmm. uh, while you were in the mountain range that uh, Sorrel and Akrea's dragon uh, lived, their hive. Did we determine what color the wyvern was that, that killed your partner? I don't think so. I don't have it written down. That means nothing, but I don't have it written down. <laughs> But I did, and I still stand by this, give you complete control over what happened there. I also don't think we've specified the gender or expression of the partner, which, again, I I am not in control of the partner you are. We've talked a little bit about their story, but we haven't talked – like, we've talked about the two of them, their story. Oh, but we haven't talked about the partner's story. I've always been picturing didn't, – didn't we name the partner? I thought we did. I don't have a name. I would have written down the name of the partner. I specified partner here with a capital P. Okay. All right. This this is going to require more research. We're going to need to think about this. And we're going to need to do some research and make sure that we didn't already put stuff in canon. Not that that's ever stopped us before from just making stuff up on the fly. Yeah. 
Um, okay. So yeah, I think you see, yeah, I think it's more of a feeling than like actually seeing anything. Mm -hmm. Um, it's that feeling of loss and of failure and that pain ripping through you as you, as you are attacked next. This like, you barely even have a moment to grieve, uh, or even recognize what has happened to your partner before you are also engulfed in the violence. And then you wake up. And you wake up to the sound of sizzling bacon and the smell of breakfast. And Bastin is in the kitchen uh, cooking up. Cooking up breakfast with Sorel and Akraya are already out there. They're kind of, you can see they're like bouncing in their chairs, like waiting for food. And I think Bastin hands them, he's like, one egg, one slice of bacon. Um because he doesn't have a lot to go around. Right. As you... Or actually, do do you go into the kitchen? Oh, yeah. Okay. I go into the kitchen with all of my things. Like, I'm clearly not going back into the room. I'm leaving after that. Mm. As a signal to Sorel and Akraya that they need to get their shit together. Okay. Yeah, when they see you, they, like, slurp up their all their food and then, like, rush out of the kitchen back into the bedroom. Mm-hmm. The guest room. And uh, Bastin has like dark rings under his eyes um and he's like uh morning marin morning uh your uh friend out there was uh was mighty unhappy last night that's true but i think we won't be a problem for you any longer and i also think that you won't be getting attacked anymore uh he hands you a plate um with two eggs and two slices of bacon. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, oh, and he rubs his eyes and he goes, oh, is that so? What, uh, what, what happened? Just some temple matters and some mushroom business. Oh, damn. All right. Well, thanks for whatever you did. Uh, I appreciate it. I'd be happy not to jump any more surprisingly violent old ladies out in the forest again. Yeah, you might want to be careful with jumping them and also calling them old. <laughs> uh, I think he kind of, um, actually, I think he's too tired to even, like, acknowledge, like, yeah. react to that. He goes, yeah, yeah, that's probably true. And he starts eating his breakfast and he goes, um, so where, uh, where are you going next? Not sure, but I know it won't be here. So, have a good life. Don't jump old ladies. Bye. <laughs> Like, she's already standing up. Her plate is in whatever sink. She's, like, washing it. Cleans up after herself. All right. Yeah, and after a few minutes, uh, Akraya and Sorel kind of run out, and they've got their packs, and they've got all their things. And uh, I think they they bid Bastin goodbye, and the three of you walk out of his home and are uh, facing the city or the town of Lawnborn. Thank you so much for joining us. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Ryutomo was designed by Atsuhiro Okada and translated into English by Matt Sanchez and Andy Kitkowski. You can find more at kotohi.com. 
We want to thank Zach B., our editor and producer, without whom the show would not get made. If you didn't hear a goblin screaming or Diana slamming the table or just nonsense, you can thank him. We also want to thank In Love with a Ghost for the use of their song, Chilling at Nemo's Place, off of the album Healing. You can find In Love with a Ghost at inlovewithaghost.bandcamp.com. Please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. It means a lot to us and it helps other people to find us. And you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Please follow us and join us for discussions about RPGs and podcasts, and make sure to share us with everyone you know, especially your RPG-loving friends. Thank you so much to our patrons whose support keeps the show going. If you would like to become a patron of the show, find us at patreon.com forward slash heartpointspod. You can directly support the show and help us to maintain and better it every week while getting access to cool rewards like our patron-only Discord, a monthly bonus pod, and other great things. Every dollar makes a huge difference. Uh, One of the things that we've started doing in 2021 with the patrons is I am trying to run a monthly game for patrons so if you would like to play an rpg with me the patreon is a great way to do it for two to five bucks a month um in january i ran some friends through uh a original dungeon in dungeon world and in february we're going to be playing golden sky stories which i'm super excited about so if you'd like to play games with us join the patreon this episode was sponsored by ishan mitra and devin preston the famed Pega Devin Preston is celebrated as the deadly Veil of the Peak, whose deceptively simple shrine is merely an ancient and gnarled tree overlooking the valley below. Thank you so much for your support, Ishan and Devin. And thank all of you again for joining us in our adventure today. We hope that as you return back to the real world, that you continue to have a very nice day. But like, a very, very nice one. Mm-hmm.